This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, July 14th, 2019. Behind the music, do it again. Connection Church. Good morning. morning. This morning, we continue our series called Behind the Music, where we look at a contemporary Christian song, and we take a look at where the song came from, what the song's about, uh, the scriptural roots of the song. Today, we're going to be looking at the song, Do It Again. Good morning, Connection. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We also want to welcome those of you who are joining us online. We've got a lot of people. A shout out to Dot and Barry, you're calling me. Oh, okay. He was FaceTiming you. Hey, Barry. Yeah. Dot and Patty and Murray and Esther and Abby and Courtney and Bob, Robert and Beth and Did you so say Murray? Men- yeah, Murray. Hey, Murray. I hope your leg is doing yeah. well. Kevin, CJ in Texas and Maria. Wow. Hey, Maria and Donna. We're so glad that you've all joined us. We are one community in different locations this morning. Would you pray with us, please? God, thank you so much for today. It's a day that you've made, a day that you've called us to be together, and some of us may have gotten here just like, oh my gosh, it was so hard to get here, but here we are. Open our hearts that we might hear your word and be changed and transformed by it. We pray this in the name of the Father and the Son, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, everybody agreed and said, amen. Amen. In the book of Joshua... It's in the Old Testament, the first part of the Bible. We read where the man who led the people out of slavery in Egypt, Moses, maybe you've heard of him, Moses, well, he's died. And, and, and God has put, is putting Joshua in charge of the Hebrew people. They're about to cross the River Jordan. That's really important because it's from where they've been wandering to the place that God has promised them, the promised land, the land that they've been waiting to enter into their land. You know, even though they're crossing into it, it's not going to be just handed to them. They have to fight for it once they cross over the river. And one of their first battles is in Jericho. And here's the story of that battle. We're reading Joshua chapter 6, verses 1 through 5, if you have your Bibles, and the words are also on the screen. Now the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with its king and its fighting men. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for how many days? Six days. 
have seven priests carry trumpets of ram's horns in front of the ark. And on the what day? Seventh day, march around the city how many times? Seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have the whole army give a large all right thank you <laughs> and then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go up and everyone straight in all right oh my goodness can you just imagine we read on in joshua that that is exactly what they did they followed the lord's instructions the walls collapsed the men charged straight into the city it's a heck of a story isn't it can you imagine being a part of it Mm, 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 mm. Well, anyway, this is the biblical foundation for the song, Do It Again, by Elevation Church, the song uh, found in Charlotte, North Carolina. According to story behind the song, which was found on the May 21st, 2018 radio station KAVX blog, Elevation Pastor Stephen Furtick was, he was preaching at a conference and his message focused on how God's promises still stand. And his scripture was, was the chapter of Joshua that we just shared. And the title of his message, I love this, was Don't Stop on Six. Say it with me. Don't, Don't stop, stop on, on six. six. In other words, Joshua and company had to do all God told them to do. Say all God tells me to do. Oh, uh, yeah, there you go. They had to march around the walls of the city of Jericho, not one, two, three, four, five, or six, but seven times, seven times on the seventh day. If they had stopped short, if they had stopped on six, what would have happened? Nothing. Nothing happens when they stop short. They had to have the faith to keep going. And so Furtick's message that day kept coming back to that phrase, God's promise still stands. Say, God's promise still stands. God's promise still stands. Still stands. And singer-songwriter Matt Redman, who we've sung some of his songs, he's very well-known, very popular song, Christian songwriter, he texted Ferdig and he said to him, there's a song in that concept. And so the songwriting team at Elevation, they, they write a lot of really great songs. That team began working on the song and over a period of time, do it again came to be. Walking around these walls I thought by now they'd fall But you have never failed me Waiting for change to come Knowing the battle's won For you have never failed me yet Your promise still stands Great is your faithfulness Faithfulness I'm still in your hands This is my confidence You've never failed me yet 
Can you imagine what it was like for the Israelites to walk around the walled city of Jericho once a day, uh, once a day for six days? And then seven times around on the seventh day. Can you imagine those instructions and following them out? Wow, it really takes some kind of faith, doesn't it? And can you just think about a few trips around and maybe you're starting to walk and you're thinking, boy, this looks a little bit idiotic. What happens <laughs> if I go around the seventh time and nothing happens? What happens? Either God delivers like God promised, <coughs> or you end up feeling like a complete fool. It's just not the uh, Israelites, though, who are called to be obedient, called to have the faith to walk around the walls over and over and over again until <laughs> the walls came tumbling down. You and me, we've got some walls in our lives that God calls us to walk around patiently, faithfully, obediently until they come down. All kind of walls. Walls of addiction, health walls, walls in our professional life, walls in our personal lives. Relationships, walls that separate us from God and from those around us. list of walls goes on and on, doesn't it? And God tells us to walk around these walls. And he often doesn't tell us how many trips it's going to take. <laughs> yeah. How many trips it's going to take. It could be a whole lot more than seven, and oftentimes it is. And so... And so we're called to be obedient as we faithfully walk around the walls. And, and after a while, maybe we start to think, I, you know, I thought by now this baby would fall. <laughs> I thought by now this wall would fall. And it's at that point that we have a choice. You know, God always gives us choice. And the choice here would be we can stop walking. You know, we figure... Well, if God isn't going to be faithful, neither am I. Yeah. Or, <laughs> the other choice is pretty simple. Keep walking. We keep walking, and we draw on what I like to call God memory. See, God memory tells us God hasn't failed me in the past. My memory is that God's come through back there. And so I don't think he's going to start now letting me down. Yeah. And, and it's that choice we make to, to remember God's faithfulness. And when we do that, we just keep walking around those walls until they fall. But while we're walking, we wait. And we wait and we wait and we wait. But here's the thing. As people who are believers in Jesus, who is our Savior, who came for us, we know the end of the story. <laughs> because no matter what happens in our waiting and no matter what the outcome, God is still on the th throne and God is triumphant and God meets us right where we are. 
And we are never, ever alone when we're walking and we're walking and we're walking. And I am looking out and I see a lot of you who have been walking for a really long time through some really tough stuff. But we just want to encourage you to depend on that God story because whatever battle we're in, no matter what, God wins. It doesn't feel like it sometimes, but God is triumphant. God proved that. He conquered death. He resurrected. He lives again. And so our God is a God of change and a God of transformation and a God of second chances and a God of new creations. The old has come and the new has come. The old is gone and the new has come. And that is all through the blood of Jesus Christ. We know this as people of the book that while momentarily we may feel like God doesn't hear or doesn't listen and maybe God has failed us, that is in fact not true because God is sovereign and triumphant and he will never leave us or forsake us. We are never alone. As Devin sang, God's promises still stand. And why is that? Because that's who God is, pure and simple. God's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. His promises stand. Great is his faithfulness. We're in God's hands. He's our confidence. God has never failed us. And we believe he's not going to start now. He was faithful to Joshua and the Israelites, and he's faithful to you and me. I know the night won't last. Your word will come to pass. My heart will sing your praise again. Jesus, you're still enough. Keep me within your love. Oh, my heart will sing your praise again. Yes, it will. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Faithfulness. Still in your hands, this is my confidence. You've never failed me yet. You ever had one of those nights where it just seemed like you weren't going to get through it? Like it wasn't going to pass, like the morning just wasn't going to come? call it the dark night of the soul. I've been there. (laughs) It's no fun. (laughs) It's no fun at all. The funny thing is, sometimes when it happens, it's not even nighttime at all. (laughs) Just dark, dark time in your life. A time when you feel kind of a million miles from God in the dark wilderness, reaching out, wondering if God's even there. 
I remember a time like that for me many years ago. It was like I was in a forest and I kept looking for the pathway and I couldn't find it. You know, overgrown forest. I just couldn't find the path. It felt like it was like two years of of kind of just searching and wandering and wandering and wondering, Lord, where are you? (laughs) Not getting much of an answer. And when that happened to me, I just kept searching, kept searching for the path, kept asking, (laughs) kept reaching out to God, knowing that he was there. Even if at that moment I couldn't see him or feel him, I knew he was there. Knowing that the, the night, the darkness wouldn't last forever. Knowing that, as the song says, his word would come to pass. Knowing that my heart would, would truly sing his praise again. And how did I know that? It's because I know that God is faithful. That God was there for me yesterday, and that's the same God who's going to be there for me today and tomorrow. That's that God memory I'm talking about. I remember what he's done back there, so I know he's going to continue to do it in the future, even if at this moment in time I feel far removed from him. Once again, like I said, we draw on that God memory. He's been there. He will be there. Amen. Amen. I'm thinking about that God memory. And in the Old Testament, when God was present among them, they, they were on the move, but they built an altar mm. as a sign of that God's presence was there with them. And I know in my life, I have all these mental altars where I know that God met me in some of the darkest times and carried me through and you might look at me and say oh no care you got it together I really don't and there's been some really tough stuff in my life that could take me down if I let the enemy work on it could take me down today but I know that God is faithful and I know that even when I don't feel him it's not based on feelings my belief in God is not based on the my feelings but it's based on my on God's commitment to me because God's commitment to me doesn't change we can trust God we can rely on God because when we've been walking with God we know that no matter how far removed we are in the moment If we just utter his name, whatever the darkness is around us, and it might not feel automatic, but the the evil one flees. So even when your heart doesn't want to sing again, just sing again. Just do it. Just put a song on. Just utter the name of Jesus on your lips. And we can sing his praise, and we should sing his praise, especially when we're in those dark places because mountains can move. Sing him of him of the mountains and I believe 
in the Bible, in the book of Matthew, the disciples asked Jesus why they are unable to cast a demon out of a little boy, and he tells them it's because they have little faith. <laughs> Matthew 17, 20, Jesus shares this. Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, y'all know how small a mustard seed is. You can barely, see, I can barely see it with my older eyes, but <laughs> boy, oh boy, that's, I mean, just think about it, just that much. Oh, I don't have enough faith. Well, we do have that much. You can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Say the last sentence with me. Nothing will be impossible for you. And we call that mountain-moving faith. That's all it takes, just a little tiny bit of faith. We've always got to remember, too, that when things do change, when the light does come, when the darkness passes really has nothing to do with us. It's all God. God does it. When we pray for one another and somebody experiences a healing and we see that all the time and we think, well, they got healed. It is not us. It is God. When we pray with someone and they receive Christ as their Savior, man, I prayed with them and they got saved. Uh-uh, God saved them. God saved them. <laughs> We've got to give God the credit for everything everything. We are nothing without God. And so God is um, a mountain-moving God. Have you seen him in action? I know a lot of you have. <laughs> We've seen him in action through this community of faith in, in your lives, in, in our lives. We've seen mountains move Personally, when both of us were in seminary with four kids, just wondering how all that was going to go, and it went. <laughs> and it wasn't easy. And there were times when I thought our marriage wouldn't survive. But it did, because God is faithful. And when we're obedient, God makes a way when there is no way. And God moves mountains. We've seen God move mountains in marriages, and some of your marriages that were over and done, dead and gone, and you just kept on walking, kept on walking, kept on believing. The darkness came up, and there's light and joy again. It is a beautiful thing. We've seen people have mountains move of, of addictions and, and habits that we can't let go on our own. Brokenness. We've seen God move mountains of shame and mountains of jealousy and mountains of infidelity. We've seen it. God is so good. God is a mountain-moving God. We've seen God move mountains in this particular building project. You are sitting here because God moved mountains. How about that $2 million mountain that we had that we're like, oh, my goodness, when it all came in, how are, we're done. That's what some of us said. We think we're done. No, we, no, we weren't. God moves mountains. Why? Because that's who God is. That's who God is. He is not a one-and-done God. He's not going to look at you, Tom, and say, you know what, I moved one mountain for you. I'm done. I'm going to move on to the next person. And then he's not going to look at you, Deb, and say, oh, oh Deb had that mountain. I'm going to move on to somebody else. No. God wants us to have joy and peace, and we'll move mountain after mountain after mountain in our lives. And, and don't think these mountains have to be like super big. 
I mean, mountains for me are just getting me through some, an hour a day sometimes. How about you? Absolutely. We know we can call on our God memory. God will do it again. We can count on that. Mm. As Devin sang, God, you made a way when there was no way. The God who makes a way when there's no way <laughs> reminds us of Pharaoh. When Pharaoh released the Israelites and they were leaving Egypt after 400 years of slavery. <laughs> and then Pharaoh changed his mind just after they got out of town. He charged after them with something like 900 chariots. Of course, there was a pretty big Israelite group there. I think it was, I think in Scripture says 600,000 men, so uh, it's probably over 2 million people out there. That's a crazy number, big number. Anyway, he changed his mind because he didn't want to lose that workforce. <laughs> hey, how about those 2 million and our 2 million? There you go. There you go. Dollar a person. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, he didn't want to lose that workforce, so he comes after him. And I'd like to be one of those guys on this side, the Red Sea. On this side, one of those powerful armies in the world. And they're hemming them right up against the sea. Most of us would probably go, no way. No way. But God made a way. God made a way. He split the sea. And the Israelites walked across, the scriptures on dry land. Dry land. That's because when there's no way... There's always Yahweh. <laughs> Somebody said earlier, said, gosh, I, I like that. I was going to give you credit. Now a guy named Bob Lenz, a Christian speaker. Yeah, I got that from him years ago. When there's no way, there's, Yahweh is the Hebrew word for, for God. It's the holy word. For, it was so holy, the Israelites wouldn't even say that word. It was that holy. And in, in Exodus, we read where it means I am. That's where we get the great I am, Yahweh. God says, I am who I am. I will be who I will be. You don't mess around with God, do you? <laughs> yeah. And so when there's no way, we know there's always, say it with me, Yahweh. Yahweh. And we know that if God did it once, God will do it again. If God did it once, say it with me, God, God will, will do it, do it again. again. So the question always comes down to this. What about you? <laughs> what about you? Have you been walking around some walls over and over and over and over, hoping they will fall and they still haven't? And you're wondering where God is. And you're wondering if God even listens and even worse yet, even cares. Why isn't God acting on our behalf? Well, that's the time to call on our God memory because every single one of us has some memory of something God's done for us. And if you don't, then that next time you sit down at your dinner table, you better say thank you. Because that's something God did for you. Hmm. God's provision. Call on your God memory. Remember those times when God has come through, where, when God has brought down walls in your life. And know that we serve a God who delivers. We serve a God, and we know a God, and we believe in a God who knocks down walls, the God who does not 
fail. Hmm. Well, maybe you're going through a, a kind of a tough time right now, a dark night of your soul. And maybe you're wondering where God even is. Now, if that's the case, we celebrate that you're here today. <laughs> because this is the place to be <laughs> when, when, when you're feeling far from God, when you're not sure if he's even here in your prayers. This is exactly the place to be. And we would encourage you by saying stay steady and be faithful and know that his word will come to pass, just like the song says, and your heart will sing his praise again. Yeah. His promise still stands. Great is his faithfulness. We are in his hands. That is our confidence. Our confidence, he's never failed us yet. He's not going to begin now. Jesus is enough. More than enough. And he keeps us and holds us and woos us and draws us and showers us with his incredible, abundant love. And there is more than enough for every single one of us. Mm. One of us doesn't get more than the other. We all get it because we're all God's kids. God designed each one of us, whether we believe that or not, that's the truth. And God loves you beyond measure and proved it by sending his son, Jesus. Say mountain moving God. Mountain moving God. Mountain moving God. Remember the mountains that God has moved in your life and the lives around you. And know for a fact You'll see him do it again. Say, do it again. Do it, do again. it again. He's made a way where there's no way, and he'll do it again. Yeah. He'll make a way because his name is Yahweh. Yahweh. Say Yahweh. 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 And he will do it again. That's the good news. Let's live it, and let's believe it. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Almighty God, I know that this church is full of people who are walking around walls, and I've walked around plenty of them myself. And God, sometimes it just gets so tiring. But help today be a word of encouragement from you into each heart here to just keep walking because there are other choices to stop, and then it's like death. <laughs> Lord, thank you. Thank you that you never give up on us, that you never strand us, that you never leave us, you never forsake us no matter what we've done, and that you are a mountain-moving God. Thank you for drawing us here today at 4744 Summit Bridge Road and those of who are joining us online. We pray a blessing over everyone here that they would be encouraged today and be connected to you in the new life that you offer. We pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Everybody agreed and said, Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. 
You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life he offers.